At her graduation last month, Janine Al-Harithi walked onto stage and unfurled a banner with a message for University of Illinois leaders, divest from genocide. Al-Harithi is one of thousands of students around the country demanding their university stop investing in companies doing business with Israel because of the ongoing conflict in Gaza. It's a controversial request. Some supporters of Israel find the whole concept offensive. But it got WBEZ higher education reporter Lisa Korean Phillip thinking, what do universities invest in and why? Janine Alharithi is Palestinian and a leader in the University of Illinois at Chicago chapter of Students for Justice in Palestine. We really are just like watching the suffering through our phones and there's only so much that we can do. On the other hand, she says, We're here in America for a purpose. We're here for a reason. We have so much uh, political power and we need to utilize that in ways that matter. So the call for divestment. Universities invest mostly through something called endowments. The money comes from donors. It's meant to cushion the school from drops in enrollment or government funding. To better understand, I called Robert Kelchin. He's a researcher at the University of Tennessee who knows a lot about the topic. I'll start by saying what an endowment is not. It's not this giant piggy bank that colleges can use however they want. It's a series of often thousands of small accounts, most of which are restricted to use for very particular purposes. Kelchin told me universities spend no more than 4 or 5% of the value of the endowment each year to pay for things like faculty positions, student aid, and research. So they keep the principal and the endowment keeps growing. He says the richest universities can get really creative with how they invest. The super wealthy colleges operate almost more as hedge funds. They have access to alternative strategies. For example, Harvard is one of the biggest landowners in Latin America. Most other colleges have a lot less money to work with and use more traditional products like mutual funds and index funds, Kelchin says. Like we do with our retirement accounts. There are relatively few colleges that do all their management in-house just because it's such a, such a specialized thing. That brings us back to divestment and why it can be so tricky. In recent years, for example, student climate activists pressured a handful of schools to limit investments in the fossil fuel industry. If you're not allowed to invest in oil companies, then if you have any index funds that track the broader stock market, that is oil companies. Do you need to get out of that? Supporters of divestment reject the idea that it's all that complicated. They point to the 1980s when, after years of student protests, more than 100 American universities scale back investments in companies with ties to apartheid South Africa. Northwestern professor Elizabeth Shuckman heard was a kid then. People who are organizing right now are definitely studying and definitely uh, consulting to see, you know, how did you do what you did? But Heard says the debate this time is different. There's an intense political divide over the violence in Gaza and passionate support for Israel among students, parents and donors. Plus, university leaders have to do what's best financially for the school. If you ask the board of trustees, should the investments of the university be aligned with the university's mission, they would say yes. And part of that mission is to ensure the longevity of the institution. So far, at least, Hurd's reading has been correct. 
pro-Palestinian student activists haven't been able to persuade local university leaders to even discuss their investments publicly. It just makes me kind of feel like lesser than, um, but also kind of sparks of fire. That's Saha Hatib, another leader at UIC's chapter of Students for Justice in Palestine. Because it's like, okay, well, if you don't listen to me when I talk, then I'll yell. If she can't get divestment, she says she aims to, at the very least, raise awareness about the Palestinian cause. Lisa Corian Phillip, WBEZ News. This is WBEZ.